Well, hey, welcome to In the Growth Space, where we discover new ways to grow our business, grow our teams, and grow ourselves. I'm your host and growth coach, David McGlennon, and I'm really glad that you're here. You know, this episode is brought to you by the Emerging Leader Inner Circles, a growth program by Impact Leadership Consulting. And yep, that's my company. The Emerging Leader Inner Circles, or ELIC for short, is a group coaching and masterminding environment that was created a few years ago now that gives new and emerging leaders the safe space to learn, practice, and prepare for their leadership roles. It's an all-virtual environment with leaders from all over the world. We have leaders from the UK, the European Union, and all across the United States from a variety of industries. If you're a small to mid-sized company and want a very economical way to prepare your next level leaders, the Emerging Leader Inner Circles is a great way to prepare them. We're forming new circles now, and we'd love to talk with you to evaluate if it's a good fit for you or your team. Send an email to admin at davidmcglennon.com and we'll set up a time for an evaluation call. Now in today's episode, I have a really great growth story. From a high school dropout to a serial entrepreneur, Sherry Strong has an amazing story to tell and lessons for us all. Sherry's been a facilitator, a trainer, an author, and leadership sales coach for the past 10 years. She has a master's degree in pastoral counseling and leadership. Not only has she coached hundreds of people, but she's helped thousands of entrepreneurs as a program coordinator for the John Maxwell team, as a consultant with the Gallup organization, as the COO for Relationship Architects, and as a director of sales for Cars.com. Her passion is helping people to reach their full potential. Now in her role with a new company founded by the founder of Ancestry.com, Paul Allen, she's helping more people grow with a really cool technology. So buckle up for this fast-paced and impactful interview with Sherry Strong. Well, hey, Sherry, welcome to In the Growth Space. I'm so excited to have you on today. Um, I'm really excited for the listeners to be able to hear your story and, and really hear your growth journey. So maybe let's just start there. I mean, let's talk about, you know, I, I know that you you talk about being a high school dropout and, you know, now you're, I mean, you've been a serial entrepreneur. So like, just tell us yeah. a little bit of your history and a little bit of your story. Oh, well, we need more than 30 to 40 minutes then. But <laughs> first of all, thank you for having me, David. I oh, love my sharing my story. And I love, I want, my passion is helping other people overcome obstacles and reach their potential. And it's mainly because I had people help me along the way. You're right. I did not start out you know, go to high school, go to college. I, I call it the white picket fence theory, you know, <laughs> get married, two kids and everything was perfect. Right. It did, was not that way for me. I started out a little bit different. And um, I mean, I had the, the three babies by the time I was 21, you know, and hadn't even went gotten my GED yet, but there was something there that I knew I wanted to be. I, did, I wanted more and I had to figure out how to do more and be more to become that. And I, I just, it's been an awesome journey now that I'm looking back, but during yeah. it wasn't always so fabulous. Yeah, so. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hindsight behind us is always a yes. lot clearer, right? Yes. Yes. Cool. 
what uh, what what do you what do you think was like most impactful then for you to like begin that growth journey? I mean, let's say you know you're you're in your twenties and you you know you have children. What led you to you know, pursue like, and what was maybe your first step in your growth ah, journey? I love that. Well, let's start. I'm going to digress a minute. When I was ten, my dream was to be. a star I was going to be a singer and ah. inspire the world with my music and sure. I would write 10 songs in a night I start there because there was always a yearning for inspiring people mm. and I didn't know what that was so first of all if you have a yearning to do something and that's your calling yeah. now I fast forward in my early 20s what I remember was sitting on my trailer floor with two of the three babies, I think at the time, green and yellow shag carpet, I think in the yellow, in the, in the living room, if there are those of you who remember that. <laughs> yes. And I was listening to Tony Robbins. I think it's the giant within or the power within something like that. Awakening cassette the giant within. Yes. yes. <laughs> the, the cassette series. I was waitressing, okay. saved money to invest in this, hundreds of dollars cassette tapes yep. because that dream was still there. That yearning was still there. Mm. And I, to be quite honest, I don't, I think I was born with it. I do believe we all have a, a, a calling and um, because really based on where I was at in life and what I was doing, I had no business dreaming about inspiring the world, mm -hmm. but that was something that was deep inside of me. So I remember sitting on the trailer floor and taking notes and I even found some of my notes the last time we moved last year wow. and uh, writing down my goals and what I wanted to be. And he wrote out your affirmation statements. Yeah. That's where it really started to help or develop, but I invested in something that took a lot of courage to even do. And my friends at the time would have thought I was nuts to invest in something like that. So that's where it really started then. I was just bound and determined to be a better person yeah. than what I was or thought I was. Yeah, yeah. What um, what role did, if, if any, did did mentors and, and and coaches have on on your life and and really maybe even you know just that continuation of that that growth journey mm, i think it's so important when i look back look at that tony robbins he yeah. at the time was you know that was the biggest thing there was and i remember listening to zig ziglar and mm. um oh there was another guy in sales his oh, it's not brian tracy well, Brian Tracy, but there's another guy who specifically sells. I want to say uh, it doesn't matter. Um, anyway, um, Hawthor, Hawks, maybe Hawks. I can't remember. Anyway, okay, okay. Was, but you see, here's what happened. I was a person then that I went out, I started selling my career beyond waitressing and those types of jobs was I started selling encyclopedias door to door. Oh, wow. Okay. And then I started selling rainbow vacuum cleaners door to door. So when we hear those cliches, wow. And like you, we think about, oh, that was back in the fifties. No, this was, you know, early nineties. Yeah. I got started. Wow. And so then I had, I was blessed to be on great teams and great mm. managers. Well, of course it was about sales for them. They saw my potential and it was really my first experience of anybody ever saying, Sherry, you're really good at this, Sherry. Mm. You're great at that. Sure, you can do this. You have a natural gift. 
And when that, I had never really experienced that. So to have mm. people see the potential, I mean, that would bring tears to my eyes if I sit here and think about it too much. Yeah, sure. That's why I think I believe in that so much is if you see the potential in somebody, especially with your audience and emerging leaders, think about, first of all, the first person who saw the potential in you yeah. and always recall that moment because you're going to have people that mm. may frustrate you to no end, but they have potential yeah. And being able to meet them where they are at and bringing them along, that's how I know it developed for me. And yeah. it's really important with the people who your audience is and who is listening to this today. Remember that and use that. Mm. It yeah. will help you become the better leader. That is so good. It, it, you know, and Sherry, th think about, think back to that time for a minute. And, you know, somebody says, hey, you know, I, I, I see more in you. I'm sure at the time, or I'm guessing at the time, that you 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 may have said to yourself, "Who me? Why me? Or how how? You know, I don't see that. I mean, how did you get from like them believing in you to to going to maybe that next step and going, okay, maybe there is something within me? And I often hear, and you've probably heard this this phrase that. Um, we can borrow someone else's belief in us until we actually believe it in ourselves. And so I'm just wondering, I mean, was that kind of the path that you you traveled to? Oh, I would say until probably like last week. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm always borrowing somebody else's belief. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I always believed in the dream, but I didn't always believe in me. Mm-hmm. The dream is what kept me going and people along the way gave me the confidence, but I was, my biggest fear in life was always failure. My biggest fear is always fear of failure. Mm. It's, and so I wasn't the smartest person. I, I just wasn't self-aware. I had very low self-awareness. I wasn't educated. And when I would watch other people and see what they had, the ones that I admired, and I was smart enough to know, just do what they do. Mm. <laughs> if you just do what they do. Yeah. I, I didn't always believe in myself, but I was just like, well, I'll, I'm just going to do it. So what I would say, and I heard this just a couple of weeks ago again, and I think it's so what it takes. You have to have courage before you can have confidence. Uh, yeah. And That's good. courage and I'm not trying to say I, I was courageous, but I had people who pushed me enough to have courage to do the next thing, yeah. which then built my confidence, which then led to me believing in myself. Mm. So it's the courage that you have to help people with as a leader and push people out of their comfort zone, meet them where they're at and get them. And that's what I believe is my biggest strength is I help people do things they never thought they would ever do before. And it's, and it comes from that having courage before you have confidence and you as a leader, it's your job, not just to pat them on the back, but yeah, give them courage, push them because that when they take that step to overcome that, yeah. then that's when confidence builds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I love I love the fact that you talked about getting outside of your comfort zone, because so if, for those of you who are listening and you're part of the emerging leader inner circle, I guarantee you've heard this before that, you know, it's it, it it's not comfortable being 
doing something new and it's 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 outside of our comfort zone because it's outside of our programming and you know just the fact that you talked about having courage before you have confidence it takes courage to be able to 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 you know wander outside of that that known universe and so to be able to get outside of that sometimes it takes another person to kind of push you just a little bit yeah and what i've learned along the way is and i love teaching this and this i hope everybody uses especially leaders when you're if you have sales teams or you know it teams or whatever if if you hear somebody say try well i'm going to try that or i'm going to you know try to be better i'm going to try to be a better leader you're me take try out of your vocabulary you are either doing it or you are not doing it you are either losing weight i don't care if it's 0.0001 ounce a week or you are not try is a cop out yes and and i'm laughing i'm I'm laughing only because those who are in the emerging leader inner circle are going to be like did she set did he set her up to say this because <laughs> it is all the time like try it's either you know I, it's the yoda do or do not there is yes. no try <laughs> oh well then we don't even need to be no. that drunk but, it, no, but because so the good. reason i bring it up is because it's so yeah. important to courage absolutely if you when we're coaching people or you're giving feedback or you're leading people and if you truly have their best interests at heart your your job is to call them out when they're copping out, right? Call them out when they cop out. And so um, it's really important that you understand it takes courage. So it's what's stopping you from taking that next step because it's always fear. And I think for myself, when I look back, it was fear of failing in life that really drove me. I didn't want to be where I was. And I, and it, it scared, it scared the living daylights out of me. And I made, I made so many mistakes after that. I mean, there's a whole story there, but yeah, I think when I look back, it isn't that I had, I had all this confidence and I believed in myself, even to this day, I get scared now when I'm not shaking a little bit, like when I'm not outside my comfort zone i'm like oh i'm getting complacent i'm getting complacent oh what can what can i go do i need to try something new and i've gotten used to that feeling and when you can get used to that feeling you'll search it out and that's where i believe that's why i've been able to grow and switch industries and learn what i've learned and Mm -hmm. i have coached executives and i've worked with people in prisons it doesn't matter because it's truly about understanding yourself and uh, being able to meet people where they are at. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so good. Talk, talk a little bit about your, your professional journey, because I mean, you've worked with some amazing people and I know you're working with, uh, you know, some amazing people now too. So yeah, talk through, talk through your, your professional journey a little bit. Well, I told you, I started out selling encyclopedias and vacuum cleaners and I can still sell you a set of encyclopedias, by the way. Sitting down looking and turning a page and looking at the pictures with your kids. Like, <laughs> I love it. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> so great. I went there and then I actually um, got my first sales manager, sales job, official sales job in the mid nineties. And it was with a, a political organization. Okay. And yeah, and I was bleach blonde, young. I was the only <laughs> woman, you know, oh, wow, yeah. way out of my realm. And again, then I applied for a management position 
And the gentleman who promoted me, he had five daughters. And now I look back and I'm like, that's why he felt comfortable working with me. I think I reminded him of one of his daughters, but it was a great experience. I managed people twice my age, men. I was one of two women out of 69 managers. Um, So in politics, (laughs) yeah, it was was a great learning experience. So, but what was cool about that is one, the first time I ever had to let somebody go, Mm. he came to the city I was living in, sat down with me, wrote out the script kind of, and we practiced it. And cause I had to do it over the phone oh, wow. and we were, he had me sitting in front of the mirror in uh-huh. you know, like this room in a hotel and I had hives on my neck. Oh no. <laughs> we go, I tell you what, I can let people go now out of respect. And that was the first experience. It was an awesome experience. Then mm-hmm. from there, um, went into a recruiting role and was there for a while, decided to open up. I'm a serial entrepreneur. Partner and I opened up a recruiting company. Never did that before. Had it for wow. three years. Did awesome. Made too much money too fast. And we were before, we were, our pitch was, if their resume is online, we don't talk to them. <laughs> Monster was just starting and career builder. And yeah. companies were like, I don't want those people. <laughs> oh so gosh. that was our pitch that lasted for about a year and then it was over. So we sold <laughs> and then um, went back into sales. And then I was actually in a bad car accident and had mm-hmm. to um, let that position go and had to actually learn how to control the right side of my face, which oh, I do wow. to this day. It'll be, it's 18 years now. Wow. And again, a whole nother story, but I control the right side of my face right now and I can let it droop and oh my um, goodness and uh, I did I decided not to sue or go into surgery but that is again mm-hmm. is a whole nother story so I was out of the workforce for a couple of years and started delivering newspapers and waitressing I was yeah. right where I was and I, that's when I decided I had gotten my GED years before but I decided to go back to school so mm-hmm. I started in a community college it took me six years to get my BA and then once I did that, then I was like, I can't wait to go back and get my master's, which I completed about four years ago. But uh, once I got back into the workforce, that's when I found cars.com and I had to do entry level again. Yeah. And they gave me a chance. And I love giving them a shout out because yeah. that's where I was real. They had a culture. Talk about growing people. Yeah. If your people aren't growing, your organization isn't growing. Yeah, that's, that's true. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. Cars.com is the epitome at least it was at that time about you grow your people, we will grow. Mm-hmm. And I started as a sales rep, you know, regional manager, strategic sales manager, you know, started some of the first blitzes we had, um, helped with the first training manual, then director of sales. And, mm. and that's where I really grew up. So when you, if you want your organization, I really, I am right there with you, David, if your people aren't growing and it's interesting because in the coaching world and you go to work with organizations, they'll say, Oh, our people are the number one thing. And yeah. we love our people, our culture. <laughs> and, like, and how much are you spending on that? Right. Zero. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, I understand budgets and I, you know, I'm, you know, been there, done that, but you've got to invest in your people and the growth. Yeah, if you don't, it's not going to happen. It will hold you back. Yeah. And then I left my dream job because it was a dream job because <laughs> I had this yearning and this calling still yeah, yeah. to go out and inspire the world <laughs> and to, to live my dream. 
And since then, in the last 10 years, I built a couple platforms myself, coaching platforms, sold them, um, have worked behind the scenes on the John Maxwell team when he was first starting, right. um, helped with like their, their first, uh, it, now it was, now it's like they do it in videos, but at the first time it was like the 90 day onboarding, helped oh. with the first one of that, Yeah. Um, have worked for a year on a contract with Gallup organization, um, got my coaching certificate from IPEC coaching and have even worked with them a little bit on a funnel. And then um, this last platform I built, it's still going, Strong Communities. It's a strengths-based organization and curriculum. And my former business partner, she still has it running, just you know, sold yeah. out, decided to go do something else. I, yeah. Again, serial entrepreneur. And then Paul Allen, who is the founder of Ancestry.com, started soar.com s-o-a-r-w-s-o-a-r.com and um we had worked together actually at gallup and when he sold ancestry he loves strengths and coaching in general and so he was working with gallup and then that's when i got paired up with him and we were doing a, a coaching platform project um and so then when he left to do this i went and did the other thing and you know, we stayed in contact and it, when it, we always said when it was the right time, it will happen. And, yeah. you know, he, he called it about a couple months ago and said, have you, what are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> let's do, let's again. do this. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, it's, yeah. Always being able to reinvent yourself and being able to be willing to take some risk. You've got to take risk and have the courage to do that. Well, and I think that that is uh, that's a great message because taking risks and having the courage to just continue to step outside of your comfort zone, I think is one of the best things that any leader can do. And you know, it, it helps you to to be able to walk into any industry, and as long as you can work with people, I mean, people yeah. are businesses. So yeah. is it when you can work with people you can do anything. And, yes. you know, I really believe that. Um, it's all about people. It's oh, all absolutely. About people. It, it, in your home, yeah. in your community, at not-for-profit, wherever you volunteer, if you don't understand how to work with people, you will have, as John Maxwell says, right? That's your lid. A lid, yeah. And, um, yeah, for yeah, sure. If it, it's all about people. And it's not about being best friends, but you have to be able to work with different types of people. Yeah, yeah. Well, talk about your current role um, with SOAR because I, yeah. I think it's a cool it's a cool uh, platform. At least the little bit that I do know about it. Um, I'd I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. So thank you for asking too. So yeah. SOAR.com, We already told you a little bit about the founders. There, there's really two pieces to it. It is the mission is about uplifting humanity. We are all about helping people become more, do more, have more, and that is by connecting them. So we have twofold coaches in particular. We have a coaching platform, very simple, um, but effective <laughs> platform. Yeah. And for basically under 20 bucks a month, you get a calendar app, you know, Zoom integration, uh, invoicing, reviews, okay. anything you need to really get started and promote yourself inexpensively and it's yeah. it's awesome the other side of it is we just developed over you know this 2020 has been an interesting year been developing this app the clint carlos who's a co-founder with paul they've been developing this technology and it is voice activated technology which is the fastest growing technology right mm. now in the world more searches are being done by 
voice activation than yeah. any other type of search. And that's only going to increase. But to really describe it quite simply is imagine being a right now when you ask Alexa or Google, you, you say, you know, play my favorite song and it just starts playing it. Imagine now saying Alexa or Google, what did David say on leadership this week? Mm. And it just starts playing all your podcasts. Uh, and then in the coming months, we'll be able to, we're developing this. We'll be able to say, you know, so it'll play two minute clips and you'll be, that's it or stop and then say, unpack that or something similar. And it'll play this whole podcast. Wow. Okay. Yes. That's so that's cool. really kind of a simple description of it, but hopefully it paints the picture. Yeah, yeah, that's really that's really fascinating. And so, so this platform, then you'd be able to do this for for any kind of a podcast or any kind of a, a teaching. Anybody, think about universities where mm. you have students and they have okay. their own channel. So, well, everybody can have their own channel, mm -hmm. and then you have groups, right? So you can share within your groups. Yeah. So anybody can go download it right now. I hope they do if they're listening okay. to this. Download yeah. the app, okay. and you can share. So you have so much free space that you. Can just share yeah. and you can put it out there for free it's a great way you're going to have listeners that you wouldn't have otherwise had it is yeah. going to be the next big influencer app i believe okay. that because we are also working with large organizations so imagine remote employees that you'd have trouble communicating with or mm. um, getting information to because people don't want to be tied down to their laptop to have to watch a video right, right? so you do video and audio right there's a yeah. reason for that because yeah. after you once people just want to listen to it so we're providing that for them but imagine university students saying please play professor johnson's lecture from today boom so right now you can download it and they could push a button and it'll go to alexa or google and they can be in their car or, and that's already available so the voice activation piece is being developed so yeah it's pretty cool so imagine I mean, I think about people talking about inclusion, people who have eyesight disabilities, you know, the schools of the blind, being able to voice activate learning. It's going to change the learning industry. So, so many things that you can utilize it, but yeah, you can actually download some of your content right now and, and share it. So that would be awesome. We have one large organization we just we're inking a deal with. They have remote employees. It's a phone type organization. So think about their hundred thousand employees downloading it to listen to their channel but now they're going to listen to the free stuff out there too so david you're going to be one of the first on there <laughs> whoops i think i can't hear you david something happened are you can you hear me now there you go. I can okay hear you now. all right sorry about that um so yeah, so so I love that. I love that idea because it's, you know that's one thing that I really love about podcasts. And 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 you and I were talking a little bit ahead of time um, about I, I listen to all kinds of podcasts, and because I, I value my own personal growth, I love listening to other people's perspectives because when we hear other people's perspectives and other people's journeys, just like you know yours, we can all learn something from that. And I think that that's why. Um, you know, 
apps like that and, and, and platforms like this are, are super valuable for us who, who want to grow. And especially for if you're a, if you're a leader of a company, um, what a great way to be able to provide a, a platform for your people um, to be able to, to, to go across a whole bunch of different um, people's uh, uh, content, really, right? Yes. Well, think about how many Zoom meetings have happened this past year. Yeah. And yeah. you're thinking, yeah, what did they say on that meeting? Well, we have it integrated into Zoom through our platform. So that's why any coach right now mm. can just watch use our Zoom integration. It records it, gives them a transcript, goes into their library, and they can share it to the public, or they can make groups with their your like your private circle. You can put everybody that's yes. in your circle into a group. Oh, and now they can have every Zoom meeting at their fingertips and eventually be able to say, play the one with Sherry Strong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. You've got it. You've got well then I did my job, David. <laughs> Oops, I think I think uh, my mic keeps cutting out. Sorry about that. I that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> um well that that's really cool. So tell me a little bit like more about like what as as a leader yourself, and you're you know you're working with this new organization, soar um, soar.com, and um, for you, like what's next on your leadership journey? At least right now, what what do you see for your own your own personal growth, your own personal development? Uh, let's say here in 2021, as we're recording this. Yeah. So so this year, of course, my goal is to reach as many coaches, content developers, and let them know that they can change, like this is the next step in changing the world. And I truly wanna help people get their content out there. I think content, you know, it used to be that we're so scared of sharing our content and our AP and you know, all of this stuff. And we still are, and there's lots of that, but nothing we've ever thought hasn't been thought before. Right, right. So, <laughs> I think the, the way we can share it is to move forward. I was asked a question about this similar as well. And just on a totally different subject, one of my dreams, because I too believe that we could achieve world peace, like my <laughs> former business partner, I used to talk about this all the time, but that's your one person at a time. So one of the movements I hope to start, I don't know how it's going to start, but I figure if I keep putting it out there, I'm going to call it L, the number two, U, and then the number 12. So L, two, U, 12. Listen to understand 12 times this year. I think we are in such a divisive place and the, and the more, and, that, and, then, and I think communication is part of the problem. We have so many modes of communication. So now we have to, it has to be really intent. If we want to really learn and communicate effectively, we have to be intentional yeah. because there is so much. So what if though, you and I each met with one person a month for the next 12 months that is the exact opposite side of the politics. Like, I believe we've done a disservice to society by saying, don't talk about politics, religion, or money. Uh, yeah. I think we need to be talking about politics, religion, and money, but sure. to understand. So yes. what if we all met with one person that was the exact opposite thought process as mm. us, or belief system, yeah. when it comes to politics, religion, or money? Interesting. And That's you great. met with them, and you had questions and it was just to listen, to understand, not argue your point, not judge, mm -hmm. nothing other than truly to understand why they believe the way they do. 
Right. If we did that, if every person did that, met with one person for 12 months on the exact opposite side and listen to understand, yeah. not to leave, you know, well, now that's why I believe the way I do. No. no, like I can see it. I don't believe the way they do, but I can understand why they believe that. Yeah, sure. I think our compassion in this world and our ability to listen would increase. So that's kind of my mission yeah. this year is I'm going to figure out a way to make that a movement. That's so <laughs> fantastic. I, I love that so much. And what, you know, it's funny because because um, listening to understand is is very uh, that that's that phrase is so similar to uh, something that I use in my culture work where I talk about listening generously because yes. it really is a, it, listening generously is really all about listening to understand and yes. not judging getting everything out of your own mind. It's hard. It's it's, it's not hard. easy. It really is not yeah. easy, but it's a task. So I love that mission, Sherry. I think that's that's fantastic. Okay, well, now I've got two people. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's great. We just got to get some more people on board. Yes. I love that. <laughs> well, let's uh, tell me tell me just a little bit about like where can people go find more about you, about SOAR, uh, and the things that you're you're working on. Absolutely. Of course, go to SOAR.com um, to just watch a couple short videos. We have just a landing page on SOARAudio.com. And I'm going to be updating that if you're listening to this today, uh, 1-8-21. But um, if, uh, yeah, so soaraudio.com. And then, of course, LinkedIn, Sherry, yep. S-H-A-R-I, strong. And then Instagram is Sherry Strong Soar, S-O-A-R. And I think on Twitter, I'm the Sherry Strong. The so Sherry believe it or not, there's other Sherry Strong spelled that way. Okay. And they're all fabulous. So, yes. but, uh, <laughs> so I have no know, doubt. Yeah, if you search me, I mean, I, I've written a book in the past. If you Google me, that's what will come up. But okay. um, this is my where I'm at now. So that's yeah, so I hope, please connect with me. I love connecting with people. Love, yes. love, love it. It's all Absolutely. Yeah. If, and for those of you who are listening, if you can't tell, you know, she is a vibrant uh, woman and I, I love uh, interacting with her. She's, uh, she's got a lot of personality, a lot of energy. <laughs> and um, yeah, Sherry, thank you so much for sharing your, your growth journey with us here today, because I, you know, as I said earlier, I think it's really uh, so important for us to be able to to learn from each other and and really find. I, I you know I think one thing that you you said was just really be able to have courage before you have confidence, and and I think that that's something that at least that I'm taking away from our conversation that so many times we just have to push ourselves outside of that comfort zone, and we have to be able to really be comfortable. And, and with that feeling of of not knowing and, and not knowing how we're going to do something, but we're gonna we're gonna attempt it anyway. We're gonna keep push out there. We may fail, but that's okay. It's okay, mm -hmm. you know. Yes, absolutely. So. Well, and thank you, and thank you for that. And you're doing you're in the realm like that what you're doing with emerging leaders like that was one of the motivating factors why I left my dream job to live my uh, dream is because I wanted to share it with people that we're in that transition. And if you really want to help people, like that was my original passion was yeah. the people who wanted to help other people, but just were like, man, now I'm in charge of them or I'm leading them. What do I do? Yeah. So I, I was immediately drawn to what you're doing, David. <laughs> oh, thank you, Sherry. That's so, so kind of you. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for uh, joining me here on the, in the growth space uh, podcast. I really appreciate it. I appreciate uh, everything that you're doing and I'm definitely going to check out soar.com. So I appreciate it. <laughs> thanks, David. All right. Hey, bye for now.